Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> welcome. New intro. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. And welcome. All you gravy babies out there. Are you trying to be Barry White? Is that what you're trying to do? No, that, that was, was. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Oh, okay. The Louis Ar- Shower Thoughts with Blake. Louis Armstrong is Cookie Monster. Uh-huh. Oh. Cookie Monster is, well, it's, everything starts with Arnold. Oh, I, 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 yeah. That's your base. Base. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the chopper. <laughs> Fill that pothole. <laughs> what? Don't you remember when he filled the in the pothole? The news article home? that started all of the oh, Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah, yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Get in the chopper. Get down. <laughs> Get down the game, everyone. That. So it starts with Arnold. You know. Get down. And then you go deeper and a little more aggressive. Yeah. And it's, uh, I want a cookie. I want a cookie. Okay. That's Cookie Monster. Okay. And then you just give both of them a chill pill, and it's like, what a wonderful world. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen that? Uh, By the way, where, I'll, I'll get copyrighted. I was so close to Louis Armstrong on that. I, I'm sure people will go, hey, how'd, how'd you get him on there? Great. Yeah, how'd you get him on there? <laughs> how did you yeah. resurrect him? Have you seen him? that? <laughs> Have you seen that Morgan Freeman where they're the the guys asking him like how you know like you know give what's some tips if somebody really wants a Morgan Freeman type voice and do you know what he said he said yawn a lot he huh. said uh, he said when yawn? you yawn uh. he said you relax your vocal cords and when uh. your vocal record when your vocal cords are relaxed oh uh. then <laughs> I'm trying then your well, voice I, goes deeper talk like Morgan wait can can you do it let's, no. let's hear it. I cannot. I'm too high. I'm too high. Welcome to our new segment of Sunday Gravy, Impression Lessons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, at one time I was the voice of the Lady Jackets at Corner, and I come under much scrutiny. People love. People loved how I did it. They just said, I just wish your voice was a little deeper. You know who, uh, there's a, there is a great, um, it's an old interview. I want to say it's probably... 15 years old, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the greatest impressionist like comedians is Dana Carvey. Oh, no mm-hmm. doubt. You know, no yeah, doubt. That was Garth from, you know, Wayne's World <laughs> and all that. But, you know, remember he was on SNL. He had such a long run and he was, uh, you know, he did amazing. Uh, well, he was church lady, but he did uh, yeah. Ross Perot. Oh. His Ross Perot was like on point. Insane. Yes. But he's got an interview where he's talking, I think maybe to Letterman or maybe it's maybe it's Jimmy Fallon, but it's like 15 years old, and he's giving impression lessons like, this is how you talk like so-and-so. Mm. And anyway, it's really good. You should check it out sometime. I bet he's got a master class on that. Oh, yeah. There's a whole movie about it. It's called Masters in Disguise. Easy. <laughs> Little too turtly for the turtle. That's turtle. true. Turtle, turtle. He does, uh, <laughs> what was his name, uh, Michael Caine. That's, oh uh, yeah! That played um, uh, Alfred in the original. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he, he's like, how you talk like Michael Caine is, talk like Michael Caine, you talk all the way up the steps. And <laughs> all the way down, down the steps. steps. Master Way. <laughs> Very well nice. done. Nice. But seriously, like you listen to him and you do the things that he says do. Like, and then you can do it. And you can do it. Anyway. That's interesting. Nice. Um, so I just taught everyone how to do Louis Armstrong. You got to start with Arnold, then go Cookie Monster. <laughs> have and you then seen? Take a chill pill. Have you seen that kid's <laughs> doing the reels? He's like maybe eleven or twelve, and he's doing Trump. No, no. Oh, I'm... he owns it, man. His hair's just like him, and everything. <laughs> oh, it's so good because he's talking about like just random life stuff. Yeah, and it's just—I mean, I can't even do it. But he's just like—he's like you know. He said, we're putting on a deck out there, you know, and so it's just like, you know, he's like, he's like, and I stumbled over it. You'd think, you know, it makes a lot of sense, you know, wood. And I mean, he's just like, you know how Trump is, just goes yeah. off, you know, chasing rabbits and oh, yeah. stuff like that. He's got it down. He it's opens on point. his mouth and falls in. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> that, much. And enjoys it every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh Y'all were just stuffing y'all's face with something that Tiffany made. Let's go, Tiffany. I didn't want it. Very well done. Blake is five and doesn't eat eggs, so he doesn't get any. Wait, you you don't strike me as a a quiche casserole type person. I do, like, casseroles are just easy. Yeah. Yeah. We do, like, I have another breakfast casserole recipe, too. So this one is, I guess it's considered a quiche because it's in a pie crust. I don't know. But it's just sausage, eggs, cheese, and milk. Yeah, I'm going quiche. Is that what? Is that what it? Is that what a quiche is? <laughs> what? I don't, a quiche is like usually <laughs> they're like miniature, <laughs> right? And they're in little. Well, that's what I thought like, so too. Yeah, little bit like pastry, like pie crust things, I guess. I, thought, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a chef. I just found a recipe on Pinterest but, that looked good and easy. And well, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't eat eggs except when they're baked in a cake. But I, <laughs> I like. Um, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it does. Still consuming. It. If you say so. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind eggs in like when they're chopped up like really fine and like fried rice. But I would mm. never like eat scrambled eggs. That just tastes that just seems disgusting to me. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. All right, yeah, blended up baby chickens. <laughs> I don't want none of that. <laughs> you had to go. Baby there. chicken embryos. No. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> How's that embryo taste? <laughs> Next. <laughs> So, so how, how was, was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what was funny was about that though, is so Tiffany texted us last night saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this. If we're recording, we could eat like while we record or before yeah. or whatever." And I was like, "I don't eat eggs." And then she said, "Well, and I, I guess you were kidding when you said I'll stop by." Yeah. I was like, okay, I I was a little afraid she might be serious because they make fun of, y'all make fun of my bacon order how I like floppy bacon <laughs> and crispy hash browns. And crispy That's hash browns. Not what you say. <laughs> That is not what you say when I know, you order bacon. I don't want bacon. to say it on the airways. <laughs> I know. I just want the people to know that is not what you yeah, say yeah, when you'll you get, order bacon. You're going to floppy bacon. Now. It's not floppy. They'll look at you like they don't know what you're talking about. When you say floppy? Yeah. You know. That's what happened, remember? The girl looked at me and was like, you mean limp? <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> I did say it. You can't just help a, yourself. It's just a word. He was just uh, saying that she said it. That's what my kids say when they say. <laughs> yeah. John Luke told me in the car yesterday. So Kyle said stupid, and I didn't say stupid. I just was telling you that he said stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't shoot the messenger, right? Right. I love yeah. it. But, but for the for the listening audience, they they don't realize that um, once a month we. And I know we've mentioned this before. We'll unload the food truck and stuff, but afterwards we'll go 
to like a huddle house mm-hmm. and sit around a table and we'll do breakfast and have a staff meeting yeah. right there. And it's just fun. It's just different and everything. And the first time we're all sitting around the table, Blake turns to the lady and <laughs> orders, we'll just say, you know, bacon in mm-hmm. the way that Blake likes it. And when you said the word, the whole table <laughs> froze. Like, you know how people like their eyes start, they don't move their heads, but their eyes start cutting each other. Like, did he just say he what said. I think he said? Well, and, and I looked up at noticed- the waitress and she was like laughing while she was writing. <laughs> It was awesome. Well, it's because I think I said, <laughs> all right, I call this floppy, but I know what y'all call it, so this is what I want. And then oh. I said the word. Yeah, because they they call it anyway. Yeah. I just like the contrast of that versus the crispy hash browns. Yeah, that I like <laughs> floppy like, bacon and yeah. crispy hash browns. Yeah. But then my, this is the funny part to me. So I said, uh, I said, no, don't worry about it, because I was afraid. I was like, is Tiffany... Is she crazy enough that she would just stop by there and get me crispy hash browns? So I wanted to make sure that you didn't. So I was like, don't worry about it. I'm on a special diet. And then you walk in this morning, and I'm drinking a Coke and eating white donuts. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, part of me was like, is he serious about the diet? Yeah. Like, Is something wrong? Surely not. Is he sick? (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, mm, that's but, good. He's so, on a special diet of Coke and donuts. I just realized I didn't say that today is Monday, September 25th, 2023. Yes, it is. We're coming to you to review Monday, no, Sunday, because that's how Days of the Week work. Sunday, yes. September 24th, 2023. Yes. Here at High Point. It was a great Sunday. <laughs> but what about this weekend? <laughs> what about Did this y'all weekend? have anything else going on? Um, we had Matt's... Meemaw's birthday was last week, so we had her over and had some lunch and some why, apple pie. Why do I feel like <laughs> we had lunch and some apple pie? Why do I feel like Tiffany's weekend updates are getting more and more mundane? Oh. Me and you are like, it's that's like, not better. We went I, to a football game. We went to a fair. We went to a rattlesnake rodeo. Like everything yes. we say. And then she's like, Meemaw came talk- by and we had some apple pie. <laughs> It's getting worse. It got wild. It got wild. Y'all be careful. Because be- Matt went to the fridge and pulled milk out and spilt it. <laughs> he spilled it. It was and then such a said, fiasco. Why don't we play phase 10? And then <laughs> the kids just came unglued. Oh. <laughs> Y'all be careful. I'll be looking for another hobby. <laughs> She'll be whittling. <laughs> Whittling 2.0, right? No, no seriously. Let's think about that. Hey, and then right. she's like, but I did whittle this bird. <laughs> <laughs> you realize, <laughs> do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just realizing this is not how I pictured my life when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Sometimes it takes an outsider. Sometimes it takes an outsider. Always you, takes sometimes an outsider. You need an outside voice. Hey! hey. hey. It's not time yet. You can't, I can't segue yet. can't segue yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. She is crying right now. All right. She is crying. It's a happy So what, what else happened this weekend? <laughs> Did y'all see some birds? <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all do some bird watching? Did y'all do some gardening? <laughs> Did you pull weeds? <laughs> no, 
but I need to. Did you, <laughs> did Stay tuned next week when you'll find out, <laughs> did they pull them or not? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all crack, um, did y'all crack beans? I, so, so <laughs> Crack beans? Yeah, crack I'm beans. Snap them, baby. That's what I meant. I'm okay. not helping myself here, but a okay. couple years ago... <laughs> I bought a bird swing to hang next to my hummingbird feeder. And Matt, Matt was like, Matt made fun of me. He was like, birds are never going to sit on that thing. He realized that was the biggest waste of money. Y'all, they do sit on it, it, and I point it out every time. So just so you know, a bird sat on my bird swing this week. Does, weekend. It, does it actually swing? Yeah, they that, sit. That's your, that's will your sit weekend on it. highlight? <laughs> a bird sat on my bird swing? Yes. No. It's no, that's worse. not the highlight. The highlight is sticking it back to Matt. Yes. Yeah. See? It was. Every time a bird lands on that bird swing, I go, hey, no. there's a bird on my bird swing. <laughs> so she talks about the contrast between my bacon and my hash browns. What yeah. about the contrast between a bird sitting on her bird seed and her husband being on his ginormous gaming system, <laughs> defeating the edges of Middle Earth or whatever he's, whatever he's doing, you know, fight, fighting the Galactic Empire yes. somewhere. That, that's no, that's funny. Oh yeah, that's a contrast. Oh yes, yeah, it you, is. you know he got you know he got extremely upset at me because when my family came oh, yeah. over to bring you that food, uh huh, and I didn't get you to didn't come. Yeah. I didn't get. It's not that I didn't come. I didn't. I couldn't come. Couldn't come. And Matt just looked at me and he goes. It's not my fault you don't get to fly the spaceship. <laughs> and I went, I could have flown a spaceship. And he went, you got to come. You got to be at my place. You want to fly the spaceship. So yeah, that, that would have been great. I could have been flying there. the spaceship. And Brownie could have been watching birds on your bird swing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So what What else exciting happened? Oh, my god! I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> no, no. You're good. You're good. Keep them coming. Well. If you live in the corner slash Dora area, obviously nothing was bigger this weekend than the football game Friday night. So yeah, Jesus was still bigger, Joey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, for the record, I ran into two pastors at the football game, and neither one of them mentioned Jesus. Okay, I'm just going ahead and say that. Okay. I was, just, I'm, oh, I was fun in you. I know you are. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, it's uh, it's been it was a good weekend, and. Uh, you know, woke up uh, after the game Friday night, um, and we can talk more about that if y'all want. But Saturday we <laughs> we woke up, man. My boys were sore; uh, they took a beating. Like Dora, Dora uh, yeah, put it on them. It's gonna be a physical game on both sides. But <clears throat> yeah, I'll tell you what though. Um, one, I mean, once the game gets going, it's like it's a football game, whatever, right? You know? And you just kind of like you just enjoy watching the football game, but uh, everything like leading up to it. Every year, man, it's difficult for me. It's, I know it's difficult. Well, and, see, people don't realize this if you're if you're not aware of where our church sits. Yeah, we we service Corner, which is located in Jefferson County, mm-hmm. but our church is located just on like twenty feet on the other side of the county line. Mm-hmm. Right, and so we're literally a Walker County church. Right, but that we have tons of people in our church that are former Dora Bulldogs, you know, yeah. like yourself. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of just longstanding yellow jackets, you know. And so, so the fact that we all go to church together is one thing. But um, that, like you said, the talk leading up to it, it well, y'all are torn because like it's like because you've got kids, your daughters are cheering, 
on right. corner side. Mm-hmm. Right. But you not only do you know just about everybody on the other side, right. you also know the coaches and you know, mm-hmm. you know, which you know, the parents of the kids that are playing for Dora yeah. and stuff like that. Right. So I mean, it, I, I could imagine it's tough for y'all. It well, it's to me it's not necessarily the talk leading up to it. I think that's always good banner, like just for fun or whatever. Yeah. The the thing that gets me is when they get ready to kick the game off. Like I'm talking about like at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I can't. I always forget the guy's name, and I'm going to take a beating for this. That does the announcing for Dora, but he does a good job. And oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he he, you know, like getting everybody fired up for the game. And um, which I know we'll talk about one part of it later on is part of your sermon you brought oh, up yesterday. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But uh, here's what I like in it too. Okay, because I was talking like we were sitting up in the stands and like they're about to kick off, and I literally felt nauseous. Mm. Not because I was ner- like I was a nervous dad or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, like I, I was. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I felt nauseous because, like, for me, being like a a door graduate, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, having been an athlete there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I referred to myself as an athlete. <laughs> but okay, where uh, <laughs> all them diets come from? That he doesn't. I uh. But to me, it's it's like this. So in the general area, you go to like a community park, like Corner Community Park, Summerton, the same way, Curry, uh, Morris, Gardendale. Yeah. You'll have, <clears throat> say like baseball season, you'll have, uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this, but you'll have, say like Corner 1, Corner 2, yeah. Corner 3, yeah. you know, Summerton 1, Summerton 2, Summerton 3, and Curry and Morris and Gardendale and so on. So you'll have... Multiple teams from the same community park. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know what it's like? I know you do because you've experienced it a lot where you, one of your kids is playing, say, on corner one and you're playing corner three or corner two or you're on corner three and you're playing corner two or corner one and you're going up against these kids and you're cheering for your child's team, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Like because it's your child and so you're cheering for their team and you'll even get passionate about cheering for their team. But in the back of your mind is the fact that two things. One is half of those kids on that other team, we were on the team with last year. Right. Yeah. And also come just a few, um, less than a month from now, we're going to be combining some of these teams and playing mm-hmm. all-stars together, and we're going to be on the same team. Yeah. 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 And so you're sitting there, and there's it's like this, like, it's like a, there's this part of it that uh, – <laughs> Sorry, that, that was, was me. Joey's phone. Just it's usually mine. Today it was Joey's. For the record, uh, it was a call from Dora. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when you're in that situation, you're cheering for your child's team. But in the back of your mind is, like I said, all that other stuff. And so it kind of like you'll hear parents afterwards. These are the conversations that always take place after those games get played, especially if it's a close game. Mm-hmm. You'll hear parents say to each other. Man, it just makes me sick seeing them play against each other. It oh, always ma- I oh, hate you playing that. Against, yeah. I yeah. hate playing against y'all. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, because it's like they're all those are all my boys too, or those are all my girls too, or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. they say those kind of things to each other. That's as close to the feeling as I can describe right before a door <clears throat> corner game kicks mm. off. Right. Yeah. Is because I feel like 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 those are my people. Too. Those are my people too. Yeah. Right. But. I don't know many of the kids. Like you said, I know their parents. I know mm-hmm. coaches. Mm-hmm. I know a lot. I know the administration. I know teachers. I know a lot of people around the program. I don't know the kids where I know nearly like 
all the kids on Corner's team, nearly. Mm. A huge yeah. portion, a big portion of them, big percentage of them go to our church. Yeah. I think about trying to figure out a way to leverage that. You like go to the coach and be like, look, if I don't get my VIP passes, high point, <clears throat> high point kids ain't playing. High points out. <laughs> and if we pull high point kids. No. Not that I have the power to do that. Right. Not that I have the power to do that or the, even the influence to do that. But you at just least entertain the thought. Is what what I'm just going to say it out loud and see what happens. Like throwing something against the You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, because yeah. I, I mean, he could just look at me and laugh like, okay, good luck with that. Right. Oh, yeah. Or he could look at me and be like, Man, we better get him a recliner at the press box. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to tell you what happened Friday night. So, like, so believe it or not, I was thinking about you Friday night while yeah. I'm uh, right before the game started. Because I had those moments where I get to the game, even at our home games, I'm sitting there and stuff. And then I'm like, and just out of left field comes this thought, where's Blake? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just yeah. natural to do that here. And right. then, you yeah. know, so I'm like looking for Blake. I, you know, and normally you're right behind me at a home game. Yeah. But uh, I don't know where y'all were on this one. That, that, that was the largest corner crowd I have ever seen at a visiting game. I'm mm. telling you. And I it never heard them louder. Slammed. Like uh, Tiffany Hill. Yeah. She was telling people how her phone, her Apple, uh, you know, Apple Watch was basically screaming at her, like, get out of where you are. The DB decibels are, if you stay here, you're going to have wow. hearing loss. Like, oh, wow. That's how loud it was. And so I'm sitting there looking for you, and I can't I can't find you. And usually I'm looking for your dad or something like that, and that'll kind of get me in the vicinity. But um, He wasn't but, there. I, <clears throat> so, I was on the 45-yard uh, line towards the, like, not towards the baseball field, towards the other. Towards the other, yeah. yeah. So we were on opposite ends of those stands. But and I know what you were thinking. You're like, he's over raising money for homecoming for Dora exactly. or something. <laughs> well, I, here's what happened. Uh, so, so a few people around me, and of course you knew this was coming, a few people around me going, well, I hope them Walker County refs don't give them the, give them the game <laughs> yeah. like that. And so I informed them of yeah. the information that you and I were right, privy right. to, which is, right. you know, the, right. the rule is that all of them had to be out of county. So right. nobody could claim home cooking. I didn't right. stop them, you right. know. Oh, sure. Uh, but when, when I, when I corrected everybody around me and, and put all that to bed, that, that got me thinking about you and stuff. And I was like, I wonder what Blake's thinking right now. Like, <laughs> because, because the way you described it. Yeah. You're, you're, to me, your glass is half empty. Like it's like, it's like I'm torn between the two. Well, but to me, I'm like, no, I think the glass half full. Because I here's my thought. I thought, win or lose, Blake's happy. Well, mm-hmm. no matter what, like whichever side loses, he's gonna hate that for that side. But mm-hmm. he wins either way, or I lose either way. See, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. half, it's half full. Yeah. So it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> it is. I yeah. lose either way. So yeah. it, it's a tough. It's a tough position to be in. Like I said, I mean, I I'll have to I'll have to admit to my Dora people because of the it, it's it's like actually what I want to happen is ex- in that moment is exactly what happened. Like I want it to be a very good game to where people walk away and say. If we played this ten times, it would probably be five and five. Oh Ooh. sure. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. It That's was all. I, it was all about inches right. and just things swinging one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Like there were there were several big measurements in the yeah. game where literally inches one way or the other could have swung the game a little bit. Yeah. And so, but ex- what happened is exactly what I want. What I want to happen, just like 
in my heart. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, if Dora would have won, there would be at least a piece of me that would be like, yes, man, I'm well, not, I, I would feel bad for all of the corner kids. Sure. But there would be a piece of me that would be like, you know, all is I'm, right I'm, with the world. I'm glad my dogs <laughs> is doing well. You know what I mean? <laughs> dirty dogs. But having said that, <laughs> like, if you, in the, in the heat of the moment, because I know so many of those yeah. kids and, and know them well, like like have conversations with them, you know, mm-hmm. like regularly. For that reason, I'm just kind of like, okay, I want corner to win. Like right. I'm Ooh. I'm so to my door people, I apologize, but I'm just like at the you're m- more exposed it, to corner. I'm more exposed to them, so I'm cheering for the corner kids in the moment. Mm. Um, but I I really because I know them and I want to see them do well. Mm. But then as a program, I want to see Dora excel also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of how it, and and I kind of felt a little bit of that because there there are some kids on Dora's team that used to be at corner, yeah, and mm-hmm. one of them got hurt Friday night, yeah, and I felt bad. I really yeah. felt bad for him because I felt like they were targeting him a lot, yeah, in the game, and I felt like you know because you know like you know you hear this even on college level, it's like hey he's playing in front of a hometown crowd, but that school never recruited him, so he's at this other school, and so he goes off in front of his yeah. hometown crowd. You know, yeah. I kind of felt like that for him, yeah. and then he got hurt, and I felt bad for him. Yeah, yeah. you know how people always say it, it, that this is one of the very unique uh, circumstances where I say, you know, in an ideal world, what I would want to happen is for them to finish one and two in the region and yeah. then both make deep runs in the playoff. Yeah, but I want one of them to lose before they have to play each other again. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't want them to have to match up again. That's it. And that that's kind of how I think of it. And you know how people will say, well, you know, I'm an Auburn fan, but I cheer for Alabama in every game except Auburn. A- exactly. Nobody exactly. really means that. No. <laughs> Nobody no. really means no. that. Like, no. I mean, like, you know, I will say, yeah, okay, I'm an Alabama fan. Um, I I will not cheer for Auburn. <laughs> yes. Because in order to love something, you got to hate something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I would say the majority of people listening to this podcast understand the rivalry between Corner and Door. They basically share the same mailing addresses and a lot. I mean, even the commentators were, you know, talking about that, like two people from the same community, two schools or whatever. And but there's probably a handful of people that have no idea what we're talking about. And they're probably wondering why we're talking about this, yeah. but it was, it's a huge thing in this area. It's, uh, it's the Alabama Auburn game for this area. Mm. And people don't realize how far back this rivalry goes. Like at one time they had to, they had to stop it because it got too uh, well, we violent never, outside of the, mm. of the football. Well, that's like, we field. never, I never had an opportunity to play against corner. Yeah. You in were in e- the in year. Anything. Yeah. You were in the year where they just killed it. Like yeah. they said yeah, we're gonna kill the, it for like ten years. It was about ten years and yeah. I was in I was in that time frame. Yeah. Never and, never played against them in anything. And so so this rivalry's huge as far as like and now I think it's built it's built back up. Um I mean it's gotten to the point to where it you see it in other sports. So like mm-hmm. so yeah. like, you know, um it, it doesn't take long if they beat us in, you know, basketball you know, and they beat us in football. Well, guess what? You know, in baseball, they're like just like football. You know, right. it's a yeah. it's real. You know, rivalry tense, and whenever we play, and man, I just honestly, I just want to give a shout out to both communities. You know, mm. I really felt like the game had all just about everything you could ask for in it. Even right. the game itself was exciting, right? And I think so many people <clears throat> after the game was so excited about it. Um, and even if you're a door bulldog, you're not happy about the outcome. But 
you still felt like, man, that was worth every bit of money I bought sure. and paid for that ticket. Like right. that, that I, I guarantee you, there were people watching college games on Saturday still thinking about the game that night, you know, because yeah. it was that exciting. Well, that's so, and that's kind of what I mean. Like I legitimately mean that when I say I want them to win every game they play. Yeah, and so I w- I would love to see both of them make deep playoffs runs. Yeah, and then the round before they match up again. Yeah, one of them to lose. Yeah. And then the other one go on to win the state championship. That's awesome. Now here's the deal. Have you seen have y'all seen the Bagley buzzer? Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a thing Talking on about Facebook. The, the flyover with the Oh oh the, the Sayree Air, Air Force. Yeah, by the way, I, I text him. <laughs> I text him while he's flying. Yes. And he texts me back. Oh, <laughs> why he's flying. Why he's flying. Scary. Yeah. Like people don't realize, but he's up there on his phone, like <laughs> texting people. It's just oh, hilarious. It. Well, uh, have awesome. you said have you seen the other posts leading up to it? No, what, what was it about? Oh my god, I I'm probably did. Well, and a lot of people who know the area know this, but they understand when I say the trap. Oh yeah, yeah. and they're they they're, they they put out like trophies, the yeah. trap trophy, <laughs> yeah. turn it the, the trap block, turn it the trap classic. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, y'all. If, <laughs> if you understand, it's worth the little, yeah. Yeah. you know, going over there and looking at it. Yeah. But the Bagley Buzzard, shout out to them. Yeah. So funny. A lot of fun. <laughs> Great weekend. Speaking of buzzards and speaking of Tiffany's bird watching, <laughs> I have an interesting story today. Oh, anyway. Say what? Y'all ready for this? Bring it. Okay. Hurricane Adelia flung flamingos all across the eastern United States. <clears throat> Are you about to get PETA on us? No, no. Okay. This, this is interesting. So did y'all see Adelia? I know, but Adelia you're laughing hit. right out of the gate. <laughs> no. You're Adelia, laughing. So bad. Adelia hit. This is interesting. Adelia hit at like the, um, you know, right in the Gulf Coast, and it just kind of curved up through Savannah mm-hmm. and like Myrtle Beach area, and then it yeah. went back out to sea. So when we, that was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. End of August mm-hmm. is when that hurricane mm-hmm. hit. Flamingos have been popping up in the most unusual of places since Hurricane Adelia blew through parts of the southeast last or this okay so this is like a week after. Uh, in recent days dozens of sightings have been reported in tech, from Texas to Florida uh, as far as Pennsylvania. What? <laughs> wow. And almost every state in between. And the <laughs> flamingos are generally only found in parts of Florida. It's safe to say that they don't frequently hang out. In the nor- in northern states such as Kentucky, Tennessee, North and South Carolina, but the birds got caught up in Hurricane Adelia, uh, according to Nate Swick, the American Birding Association digital communications manager. That's kind of like, I guess, your people. <laughs> your people. My people. Yeah, Wait. you're you you seem to be a bird person. <laughs> um, <clears throat> We're seeing flamingos all over the place. We're seeing them in places that we didn't expect to see them, Sweet said. Mm. Elated bird watchers have been searching high and low. And then once a pair of birds were found in southern Ohio, this thing broke loose. And they started <laughs> getting spotted everywhere. Oh, my uh, Anyway, according to counts on American Birding Association's Rare Bird Alert Facebook page, there have been sightings in Ohio, North and South Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Alabama, 
Texas, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, and even Illinois. What? Wow. (laughs) So how it happened, let's see, what likely happened is that the birds were, and this is crazy, were either in the Yucatan, okay, so Cozumel, Cancun, Mm -hmm. and or that so they were in the Yucatan, which is kind of where the storm curved around, or they were flying from the Yucatan towards Cuba when they when the when the storm hit them, and the flamingos went with the wind instead of fighting against it. It's mm. just like an instinct. And then they landed fly and fly with like, the imp. We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. <laughs> yeah, as the and then anyway, uh, yeah. So that's pretty much it. They just went with the wind. Can you imagine? You're talking about a road trip. You're talking about, imagine like a baby. <laughs> road trip. <laughs> imagine like a baby baby flamingo, and it's like all of a sudden you're caught up in a hurricane. Yeah. So what they thought was, okay, they either went with the wind or they found themselves in the eye, and they just had to remain in the eye. They just eye. had to hang out and just let it. Keep flying in the eye of mm. the storm. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's like, hope you, you use the bathroom before we left. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fred, keep that one leg high. We're going to ride this out, baby. <laughs> that, that is messed up. That is uh, messed up. <laughs> I wonder, though, like, long-term, if they'll eventually mi- migrate back to where, Oh, because of the weather. Sure, like, surely. Yeah. <laughs> Fly south or die. I mean, <laughs> right, because they're not used to that, that, that cold Isn't that wild? That is crazy. Oh, my gosh. And flamingos, to me, are just like some of the funniest-looking animals. That's what kind of caught my attention about that story. But So um, I guess uh, sexually transmitted diseases are going to be on the rise then. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to explain that. I'm about to explain (laughs) it. I'm about to explain it. Flamingos carry a disease that is frequent in the papillomavirus. And so... (laughs) So... um, You're just making it too easy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just, I was sitting there, where my mind was going was I was like, I'm sure our government's going to come up with some kind of virus <laughs> that says, due to the flamingo infestation. Oh. And so I was looking, I was looking up, like, we're all going to be, we're all going to be wearing masks again about oh. something. <laughs> because of the flamingos. They're not you, safe, y'all. You lost me there for a minute. I didn't even lie. <laughs> Would that be the if y'all could see the looks on their faces? I know you lost me. I was like, say what? (laughs) (laughs) Might be the papilloma virus. Uh, Papilloma (laughs) virus. And for the record, they are known to carry avian flu and tuberculosis. Yeah, Mm. we figured that one out though. Either way, (laughs) y'all, we're gonna be back in masks. It's coming. No. Oh yeah, they're gonna find something. I hope we call it Flamingo, because then there's a lot of fun stuff I can do with my name. The Flamingo virus. The Flamingo Flamingo Wingo virus. The Wingo. Because you already got Wingo Bingo, so you need a Flamingo. Yep. Yeah. By the way, my daughter, just for the record, has a giant metal pink Flamingo in her college dorm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I just saw it this weekend because we went down there. Hmm. Had no idea that flamingos were dropping everywhere. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yep, one dropped right inside her dorm. Hmm. Right inside her dorm. Did you say it was inside her dorm? <laughs> That's got to be the worst segue. <laughs> but we need to talk about the message. I haven't had enough caffeine for this podcast. We need to talk mm. about the message. I'm still, I still got stuff for the flamingos, but I'm going to let it go. You can go keep rolling if you no want way. to. The last one went over like a lid balloon, so we're going. It, it, it just wasn't good. It, <laughs> would, it did get your attention. You went quick You went quick to the sound effects. I'm uh, it say. was too easy. <laughs> um, What do you want to do? You want to keep talking about flamingos? No, I don't. Let's move okay. on. Let's let's move on. All right. Well, we all thank you. Uh, so <laughs> we finished uh, the last part of our in- inside series mm-hmm. yesterday here at High Point. The very last part of the series. Um, I thought it was, I thought it'd been a good series. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a. Oh, you gonna rank it? Eight point two. Mm, I was okay. going seven point eight. <laughs> seven point eight. Wow. Six point one. Would you? You say a four. What's the scale? One to a hundred. Anything above a four is a win for me. Okay, uh, that's a win. Okay. Oh, okay. So well, the, the don't scale. Pad me. Hey, we never found out. You said somebody was ranking last. Yeah, week. yeah. He ranked. He he he. I actually had lunch with him yesterday, and he gave me a quick ranking. Yeah. He's like, "You want me to say it right here in front of everybody?" I was like, "No, save it for me." And uh, but he, yeah, it's up there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the scale was. Seven to twenty-four, so we give you eight and seven point. That's a random scale. That's a random scale, isn't it? Uh, you started off talking about seeds. <laughs> Here we go. Are we back on the flamingos? No, 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 no. Incorruptible okay. and corruptible seeds. Yes. Uh-huh. And the fra- or the the statement that you used from the beginning that you use multiple times throughout the message was the deepest seed will always find the light of day. Mm. We need like a heavenly sound <laughs> when you say something really deep. <laughs> the deepest seed will always find the light of day. Mm. <laughs> well, you could get Morgan Freeman saying, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, speaking of Morgan Freeman, I watched... Uh, a little bit of Evan Almighty. Oh, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's a it's a corny movie. Yeah. Um, but it, it just it's it's so funny to me. I, when, I told you last time when me and my daughter went to the Ark Encounter, we watched Evan Almighty the night before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so funny. great. It was so great. Um, yeah. But uh, what the? By the way, that that line, "The deepest seed always finds a light of day." I got to give credit where credit's due. That. That would be a line in one of the songs of Toby Mac. Oh, okay. Mm. Yep. The great Which philosopher. One? The great theologian. <laughs> uh, what happens on the inside doesn't stay on the inside. Mm. Yeah. Did I say that right? You did. You did. I, I thought when I, you said that, I was like, there is a Mexican food illustration coming right here. Oh. <laughs> well, I did get Mexican food in there just towards the end. But what happens on the inside doesn't stay, stay on the Why inside. Why do you always have to go there? I don't know. Every time. That's what so I thought crude, about. Man. That's what I thought so about. So crude. That's what I thought about. <laughs> I was like, if he don't use the illustration of Mexican food. I know. It's just, you're just I leaving know. so much meat on the bone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I guess I guess ultimately the reason we were there at the beginning was just because 
because I said this, I was like, you know, we've covered so much in this series about the Holy Spirit. Is there anything left yeah. that's not been already put out on the table? Mm-hmm. What what else could we could we discuss? And I and I was like, I was building up that yes, there is one more thing. Yeah. And that is is that if the Holy Spirit is at work in you, it will come out. Mm-hmm. Or if the flesh and sin is at work in you, that will come out. So the deepest seed will always find the light of day, whether that seed is a good seed, mm-hmm. an incorruptible seed, or a bad seed, which is a corruptible seed. Yeah. I like the statement when you said um, God is trying to get us to look less like Adam and more like Christ. You like that? Mm-hmm. I did like that. That was original. <laughs> did not get that one from Toby. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. The humble the humbleness in this room is just so good. So good. So good. Uh, but that got us to our text, which was Ephesians five. Ephesians five, eighteen through twenty one. Mm-hmm. I don't have that in front of me. If I do. Want to read it? I don't. Ah, uh, Ephesians five, uh, and I'll just go ahead and real quick and just kind of, you know, give the the. I guess the lead up to it, and that is Ephesians five. The entire chapter talks about a life in life in the spirit, and yep. what you know, whether it's walking in love or walking in the light. And in verse seventeen, which is the verse right before eighteen, where we started reading, um, he talks about how we should make the most of our time because the days are evil. Mm-hmm. And so he's already kind of, kind of leading up to this idea um, that that we are not to waste our resources. And time is obviously one of those that we should not waste because we do, because of the times that we live in, we should not wake up and take a day off. It's kind of the mindset. And so then he says that, and then in verse 18, he says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, or in some translations put dissipation there. Mm -hmm. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I was a little bit worried. I uh, bet you were. <laughs> we, uh, a lot of, I bet a lot of people got a little <laughs> uncomfortable. I thought it was so funny, uh, Brother Steve Loggins from the association. Yeah, I saw him, yeah. He was here, and he came, he said he can't, he, found me in the commons area afterwards. And he said uh, that he went up to you and said, I guess you can still stay in the, I guess y'all can still stay in the association. Cause <laughs> you're like <laughs> between alcohol and the Holy spirit. Uh, and it's like, you're like yeah. <laughs> flirting with the edge of all kinds of, little, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, I, I said, when he said that to me, I just laughed and I said, well, for this week anyway, for this week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but funny. I mean, what, but I mean, what, it, you can't you can't just jump over this speed bump. I mean, right. he says, therefore, don't be drunk with wine. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that was the analogy that he went to. So yeah, I like how you pointed out that you know whenever there's a contrast between the world and and believers, drunkenness always gets included. And I, and I liked mm-hmm. how you qualified that was like I'm essentially I'm like really dumbing down in what you're what you said because okay. you said it in in a you know a lot longer more careful manner. But essentially, you said, you know, you weren't making a statement on alcohol in any way necessarily mm-hmm. other than 
drunkenness, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So right. that was the that was the Well, because, you know, I mean the reality is is if every pastor right now did a survey in their church, they'd be shocked if they don't know. Yeah. Um whether people stand on the issue of alcohol, mm-hmm. you know. And I for for most of what I can gather in just about any church I've been involved in, um I would say that uh you know, our most churches are that 40-60 split on alcohol. Like, as far as, like, if you were to ask them right now or, or within the last year, has there been alcohol in your fridge? Right. Because a lot of people, you know, use alcohol for even medicine and Ooh. other things like that. But yeah. Cooking, yeah. Cookings, things of that nature. But for the most part, most people are like, no, it's in my, it's in my fridge yeah. right now. Right. And so I, I, I didn't want to get lost on that particular topic. Um. I felt like it was more important to look at the fact of why Paul would use something like that to counter, you know, show us a contrast to a life in the Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a whole separate conversation. Absolutely. Altogether, as, you know, and it's a very personal conversation based on a lot of different elements yeah. that, that go into it. Yeah. And so... um I thought that was I thought that was good because they, the, immediately one person could hear you read that and be like, "Oh, here he goes off in this direction of mm-hmm. talking about this," and it's like that's not even what we're talking about. No. So, um, but I like how you pointed out how uh, you know Paul's creating the contrast there of like the Holy Spirit or alcohol being a depressant, but the Holy Spirit is a stimulant, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, that was cool. yeah. It it really is there to impair not only wisdom and balance and judgment, but ultimately self-control. And that's really mm. what it was getting to. Mm-hmm. And where alcohol suppresses uh, self-control, the Holy Spirit actually sharpens that up and yeah. wants you to stay in control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had a yeah. verse from Second Timothy in there, right? Yeah, Second Timothy 1.7, it says, For the Spirit, capital S, for the Spirit God gave us, which we can all just go, okay, that he is most definitely talking about the Holy Spirit here. For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid or fearful, but gives us power, love, and Mm self-discipline. So some people have read that in the translation, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I, I just wanted people to understand that that's kind of been Paul's thing. Whenever he thinks about the Holy Spirit being in control, mm-hmm. your life is in control. Mm-hmm. You're not out of control. You're not like, you know, throwing yourself uh, to the whims of whatever, of culture or anything of that nature. Like there's self-control. I, I even said if the words, I can't stop myself or I can't say no, Mm-hmm. If those are the words you're saying right before you do something you know you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. that is not a life in the spirit. That is not a life under control in the right. spirit, you know? So, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I was going to make a joke about Whitt- Tiffany Whittling Wood, but I just <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> or watching birds or something. Thanks for, thanks for holding back. <laughs> I yeah. appreciate that. You're like I held back, I but he really myself. did. Exactly. I just can't help myself. I have to go to the window and look at the bird swing. I just can't help myself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dude, gonna... you're like, you you are literally like a week or two away from like mandatory blue hair for church secretary. 
that's not her position, but you know what I'm saying? How a lot I mean, of churches have that blue-haired lady. Uh-huh. That the, I'm not saying anything against them. I love them. But anyway. Sorry. It's a long story, but there's a couple of ladies at my house right now quilting. And I'm just saying, that door's <laughs> always open, Tiff. It's always open. Um, but it's that, a ministry. It's a ministry. <laughs> you start talking about... Um, uh, mani- the manifestations. So, what is self? What does that self control look like? Like, how does it manifest? Yeah. How does how does it how does it appear? Uh, so, you talked about you know what are some just four that you gave kind of low hanging fruit four evidences uh, of the Holy Spirit. And I shouldn't use that word fruit because that is also a distinction that you mm-hmm. made later mm-hmm. on. But uh, what are four evidences four manifestations of the Holy Spirit? Uh, the first one coming from verses eighteen and nineteen was our speech. Uh, you know that the the Holy Spirit will will manifest itself in in our speech, and you weren't talking about like speaking in tongues or something like that. You right. were talking about just in our communication period. Yeah, you know, yeah. Those of, feel uh, those feel with the Spirit talk differently. Yeah, you know, um, not in tongues, but in psalms, hymns, and songs, and yeah. that that. That that required some explanation right. for our people, yeah. you know, because he said, be filled with the Spirit, comma, which implies that what you're about to get next is what that looks like. Yeah. Um, he says, speaking, not singing, but speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. So it's easy to think he's talking about singing, worship, and things of that nature, and he eventually does get there, but he's actually saying, speak these things, you know? Mm. And so... You know, how do you speak psalms, hymns, and songs? Like, yeah. that's that's a great question. Like, I don't think you walk around and, I mean, you're a worship guy. I mean, you don't walk around speaking in lyrical form, do you? Sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to need you to drop it. <laughs> drop drop some rhymes right well, now. <laughs> uh, the, the last 24 hours, all I've been singing is that old song by Starship. Nothing's going to stop us now, but that's a whole different deal. It's not what we're talking about. I've got to know why that's on your mind. I don't know. I, I kept thinking about the movie Mannequin. Oh, yeah. 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 I wish we wouldn't. I don't know if we would get carpet, copyrighted, but that is like such an 80s song. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe we could test it and just see. I don't know. <laughs> what what would happen? We, would we would we just go black? I mean, like dark? I don't know. On that? I don't know. I can't rewind for some reason. But the the intro of the song, I'm not gonna like actually line it in. I'm just gonna play it through the speaker here on my thing. So the the intro. Taking me back, man. That's eighties, man. Take, that is eighties. Listen to this sound right here, right here, right here. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll that's sp- the most eighties thing. How can like, you be in a bad mood and hear that? I, I don't know. It made me think of the movie Mannequin. Yeah, it is a mannequin for sure. <laughs> Look into my eyes. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get copyrighted because you sound so much like him. I, it was scary. Mm, say what crazy. I went, I went to the Dana Carvey <laughs> master class. I got it down. Uh, make me sound like Jefferson Starship. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, what were we talking about? Well... <laughs> Well, how do you speak psalms, hymns, and songs? Like, uh, how, how is it? Well, you know what I thought about there? Sometimes, yeah, what you say for sure. Like, mm-hmm. what what are the things that come out of your mouth? Yeah. But sometimes, you know, one thing I thought about, and I thought you would, might reference, was uh, Ephesians 4.29, because it's right before. Uh-huh. Uh, 
It's, it's maybe I'm not. sorry, I don't read that part of the Bible. Oh, I got you. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> you don't read he the bef- he don't read the before he and after. No, context, Blake. <laughs> My goal is to be out of context. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, no, it, it made me think about that verse because it was sometimes it's not so much what you say is what is as as it's also what you don't say. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know yeah yeah, um, yeah for sure. But four twenty nine is I think this is like KJV by the way because it's just the way that I memorized it. Mm. But it's uh, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, yeah. that, it, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. For the record, I did quote that verse. In the message? Mm-hmm. You did? He did, he did actually did. bring that up. Yeah. How about that? So, I don't think you quoted it directly, but you made reference to I it. Did, sure. I did, I yeah. did, because I said, I said when the See, Spirit is in that. control, I was like, that's when your speech is like, your speech is like, you know, if you're under control, then why would you allow your speech to be anything other than that which comes out for the edification of the saints? Did you yeah. say that in second service too? I don't know. I was in second service, so I don't. <laughs> you know, was I'm I in I'm second service? I don't, I don't remember. I, don't think you did. Uh, I, I, I know re- I heard it, but I may have heard it in first service. Yeah. I preach one time, even though it's in two segments. Yeah. <laughs> for real, honestly, second how, service was very different from first service yesterday. Okay. But let's that be happens, honest, yeah. though. How much does it blend together? Is it? It's yeah. insane. Isn't it really it? is because you don't know what you're doing from one minute to the. And I don't know how these guys and my hats off to these guys that are doing four and five services mm-hmm. a Sunday. I'm like, you can't keep that pace up. Yeah, like you cannot keep. Anyway, we're we're chasing a rabbit. But yeah, but but, but I think the ultimate point there was. You know, because I made this comment, it's one thing to have a playlist of worship on your phone, but it is yeah. another to have one in your heart. I had that down. Do you? Yeah, I had it down. Good job. I'm sorry. I stole <laughs> it from you. No, it's okay. I'm glad you but, said But, I mean, the heart is the wellspring of life, and it is the place where we draw water and drink daily from. It is that inmost uh, being of ourself. And really, when you think about every—if you're sitting here today as a as a believer, okay? Yeah. All, like, all, all of us sitting here— because of the salvation and the finished work of Christ, mm-hmm. we all have this song in our heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a song of victory, a song of freedom, a song of hope. Now, that comes out in various diverse kaleidoscope-type ways, you know? Right, right. But, at the, but, but that's kind of what I was saying, getting back to the deepest seed finds the light of day. When that song is in your heart, when that it impacts your speech, you know, it's a, it's a song that was... Um, purchased by the blood of Christ, um, and it's not a song that you were able to earn and get, and it's not a song you wrote yourself. Right. You didn't write the lyrics. You didn't write the melody. Um, that song was put in there by God, and now my speech mimics what's in my heart. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what he's saying here. It's like if that song is in your heart, then that's going to come out, and that's ultimately what Christ was saying was that, in Matthew twelve twenty four, out of my heart does the mouth speak. Yeah, and that's kind of yeah where uh, someone who's a spirit filled believer that song that song of celebration that rejoicing in God it comes out it does come out in singing mm-hmm. yeah. whether it's in the shower or corporate <laughs> worship but right. it it does come out in your speech yeah. and and I I, I guess that's, uh, to me and I, I'm not sure if I said this but the application for me on that is think about your life and think about every day. What is your speech, major, m- m- the majority of it, what is it made of? Is it made of self-directed things? Is it made of things directed towards others? Um, 
or is it something that is the full intent is to glorify God? I don't think we analyze what we say throughout the day. I don't think at the end of the day we don't look back enough and say, what did I say? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because I think if we did, if we were to log them and categorize them, I think we'd be shocked at how much our speech is about us, mm. about oh, sure. what we're going through. Absolutely. Yeah. Which brings us to our second one, which was our singing, which you've already <laughs> made reference to. Um, yeah, you, um, you you text me about this, about mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. And I think you used one of the phrases there, uh, or thoughts, I guess, sort of. You, But you didn't use a lot of it. Kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh, <clears throat> I talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Well, and in the Project 28 thing that I was doing right now about the the unity that's formed in through our singing. But the illustration that you used I thought was a really good one about the football game. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of the powerful things about singing, because in verse 19 he says, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. I think where we miss a lot of the power of our voices together, we mm-hmm. miss that unification part. This, one of the major... Um, pictures of the Spirit is the unifying work of the Spirit. He is uh, the great unifier, and that's actually your words, so I give you credit for that. Um, a Spirit-filled believer, they they can't wait for their voices to join with voices and brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, that's what—the thing I said was the unity and proclamation. That's what I— Yeah. That's what I said, because that, yeah. that was the part that was part of the worship thing that I did. Right, right, and, and that's— that. That's why I, I mentioned Friday night's football game because that led into that line. There is unity in our proclamation, and and the point was the Friday night football game. Like we've said earlier, it was a game that it's of two rival schools, but basically share the same address, share the same post office, if you will. And and what was neat about that is. Everything about this game was rival. You know, it's the county line clash. It's, you know, blue and gold on this side and black and gold on this side. And, you know, and even the gold wasn't the same gold. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so what was neat for me, and I did not see this coming. I didn't know that they were going to do this. But the bands had gotten together before the game, pregame, in the gym and practiced together the national anthem. And then they all stood on the field together as one band and played the national anthem. That's and, really cool. And I just, I love that. To me, that was just a picture of what we're discussing here, and that is that a spirit-filled believer under the influence of the unifier is naturally going to, to lift their voices together and sing songs that match the song that's in their heart. You know what I'm sure. saying? Yeah. And so in the case of the national anthem, as an American, that is a song we all have in our heart. That mm-hmm. is a song. That is the one moment that we can all take our hats off, stand up, and we're all on the same team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, once it's over, it's back to war, you know. <laughs> right. But, you know, and I think that's why the whole national anthem thing really just put the the country in a in a tailspin mm-hmm. when people were choosing something that was so unifying they were using that as a m- means to make a statement yeah you know and so i mean i'm not going to get off on a soapbox i'm just saying like i i think that 
when when voices when you have an opportunity for voices to come together and mm-hmm. sing together, um, I think you should never do anything to ever because that is the the unifying factor when sure. our voices are mm-hmm. all coming from the same song. Yeah, you know, and um, and and you know even even uh, you know after the game is over and everybody's singing their school, I'm you know I'm a mater or whatever. Did I say that right? Alma mater. Alma mater. I would say alma alma mater. Alma mater. That's what I say. But, alma, yeah. mater. Alma, ma- alma mater. Alma mater. Okay. Alma. Yeah. Alma. Yeah. Alma. Alma. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But this is how you pronounce the word. Yes. <laughs> alma mater. Alma mater. <laughs> you know that pronunciation guy? Mm-hmm. I'm not like making fun of someone. That's we talked about it last week. Yeah. Oh, Indian that's right. guy. Indian. I guy. forget. Yeah. <laughs> But my point is now I didn't share this on Friday, so I'm giving I'm giving the listeners extra here. This okay. is the ben, this is the benefit of being a gravy baby. Okay, and that is <laughs> it, here you got all everybody on this side singing their school. I'm a how do you say it? Alma mater. Alma mater. This is how you and, pronounce the word. And what's funny is is like then Dora was on their side singing their school. I'm a mater. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, how interesting would it be, how different would it be if Corner, if Dora came over and sang Corner's alma mater with us, and then we went over and sang it with them. Mm-hmm. Now, that's how the world would want that to play out, but that's not the real world, yeah. right? You know, that's that's how we can all get along. Let's all hug a tree and gather around it, and let's, you know, let's thank Mother Earth. Like, that's the mindset of of where our, our world is going. Let's all, we can all just be one big happy family and stuff, but that's not reality. That's a, that's a utopic type mindset. And so I didn't have that Friday night, mm-hmm. even though I had that moment with the national anthem, I did not have that when we were like singing, everybody was singing their own alma mater. It just made me think, it just made me think how weird it would have been if we looked out there and saw our kids singing a different song. Like, mm-hmm. what if our kids were not singing Corners alma mater, they were singing Doris? Yeah. And I and I would be like, wait a minute, that's not right because you're Corner, you should be singing Corners alma mater. And what the, my point that I didn't have time to make Sunday that I'm making now is I think that's why it gets confusing to the world when they look at a believer mm-hmm. and the believer is singing the song of the world and not the song of their Redeemer. Mm-hmm. Like they're singing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The have you song ever, doesn't match the outfit. Have you ever heard the song Daddy's Song by Dennis Jernigan? It's an old song. Like I've been listening to it since I was a kid. It's like 20 minutes long. But what? it's a, it's a it's a narrative with song mixed in. But she it was is crocheting when no, she heard listen, this song. It's essentially <laughs> it's essentially a narrative with some song mixed in, but it is exactly that. It is God singing to the child or the dad singing to the child. I got you. And it's a picture of God singing to us, and then mm. the enemy comes along and we start singing his song. And I then how you. God sings back to us. Oh, that's when cool. you said it's yeah, 20 it's minutes. really neat. When you said it's 20 minutes, that sounds a bit much. <laughs> He used but, to put me to sleep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with it. And number one on the bird watchers hot ten list. Yes, that is so. That is so. I will never live this down. But, but so, I, and I threw this out there. Psalm chapter forty, verse three says, "He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God." So, our mouth 
and our lives have to match. Mm-hmm. Our talk and our walk. It's just it's just a different way of saying it. But I I I just feel like I just feel like right now in the church, there's not a lot of people. They they've got Christian exterior on, mm-hmm. but the songs that are really in their heart that they're really singing yeah. on a day to day basis, I'm not sure if it's the same. Yeah. Because there's so many believers that, yes, Jesus Christ is my Lord, yet they don't walk in freedom, yet mm-hmm. they don't live in the Spirit, yet their lives are out of control. But it's okay because God's going to forgive me and He's going to show me mercy, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff. And but by you're the missing way, so much when you don't walk in the abundant life that's provided by provided. those things. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it's the it's the classic bumper sticker, you know, it's okay, I'm forgiven, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I, mean, I I got a feeling that there's a series coming soon mm-hmm. that describes the difference between mercy and sympathy. Our, I don't think our world has that mm. figured out yet. Mercy and sympathy, and so um, so all of that to say is that I that's my prayer. That's I spent a lot of time on that particular point Sunday, mm-hmm. as we are on this podcast, right. because I want our church to understand that. We have to be unified. We have to be singing the same alma mater. We have mm-hmm. to be singing collectively. And anyone who's like, ah, I don't really need to sing with everybody. I can just kind of go off solo. I can, I can, I can be an online church or whatever. I'm just like, you're missing. Yeah, you're missing the opportunity mm-hmm. to belt out that song. You know, and yeah. that's why I made the joke. Hey, you can sing it in the shower all day long, but we're not coming to you. To yeah. hear it, you got to come to where we are, you know, to sing that with us. And so, anyway, um, I, I just I, I found that to be a point that we could have probably done the whole message on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, which should be easy because of the last two points, but specific, mm-hmm. you know, uh, three being our thankfulness that is pulled from uh, verse twenty. 20. Uh, the person, you know, person filled with the spirit will always be filled with thankfulness. Thankfulness. Um, mm-hmm. I like when you said, you know, a complaining heart and, a, and the Holy Spirit don't go together. Mm. Mm. Ouch. That Paul, was Paul's for effect. That was mean. <laughs> that that was brutal. And was I mean. forewarned y'all. Yeah. You know it's going to be rough it. when Joey's like, this one slapped me in the face, so y'all just hang on to your hats. <laughs> <laughs> because how many, let's, let's be honest, just in this room right here, mm-hmm. have you already complained since yesterday? Oh, about sure. something. Sure. Yeah. I generally don't complain. Mm. Just mm. float around on the glory cloud. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he also doesn't lie. <laughs> you, pay, you pay for the money for extra space up in the cloud like that. Did you uh, like the Spurgeon quote? I did like the Spurgeon quote. I figured quote. you'd like that one. I did like mm. it. Um, the fourth point, what, did you want to read the Spurgeon quote? It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I'm sure the audience would want to hear it. Well, let, them, let her rip, tater chip. All right. Well, just keep in mind, Spurgeon is, this whole quote's about being 360, up, down, all around, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Um, can, I, he, can I share something before you read it? Yeah. When you read this in second service, I was sitting with my husband, and the part where he says, yay, Y-E-A. Yeah. You read it, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> every my hour. Husband, I was like, yeah, every. I don't think moment. that's how Spurgeon said it. <laughs> what? Why? Because it says yay. Is it yay or yeah? Mm. I guess yeah is with a H. I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah, it just doesn't sound like something Spurgeon would say. Didn't you hear me say I preached one time in two segments? I don't remember. You mean ask that Indian guy? Ask that Indian guy see what he says. What does he say? Y-E-A. I want people to hear. I want people to hear this so they'll know that I'm not like. Uh, here we go. I don't know. No, that's Y A Y. They don't have it. They don't have it. It's just a very old word. Yay! Yay. Though I walk through the valley right. of the shadow of death. Yes, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Is that is that is that how it's spelled in that verse though? In the quote, it was that's how it was spelled on the screen. I know, but is that how it's spelled in Psalm twenty three? Oh, I don't know. I, I do know this. Look, I do know this. However you it say it, it means the exact same thing. Okay. I it's a proclam it's like every hour, yes. Like it's an agreement. Yay, every moment. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna read the quote. Okay. Every hour, yay, or yeah, every moment has brought a favor upon its wings. Look downward and give thanks, for you are saved from hell. Look on the right and give thanks, for you are enriched with gracious gifts. Look to your left and give thanks, for you are shielded from deadly ills. Now look above you and give thanks, for heaven awaits you. Mm. So what you got to complain about? Mm. That's kind of what he's saying. It's because when you're complaining, you're only looking at yourself. Yeah. You're looking inward. Mm. Not. Yep. You're only focused on yourself. Mm. More more of that coming in November. Just letting y'all know it's coming. So point number four then. Did the Indian? I thought guy... you were looking up. Yay! I thought you were distracted at this point. Did no, they... I wasn't no, distracted. Psalm twenty three. It does say yay y e a. Let me see how the Bible app pronounces it. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. <laughs> that might that. That's giving me the heebie jeebies over here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my he soul. Paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yay. 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 Man, you Yay. gotta turn that off. <laughs> I feel like somebody's about to get me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Liam Neeson standing behind me. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. I have a special a, a very a special very, set of spiritual skills. I yeah. have a very particular set of spiritual gifts. <laughs> I will find you. And I will lay hands on you. <laughs> I will lay hands on you oh. <laughs> repeatedly. Do exactly as With I force. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, <laughs> but we will find our way. I, sorry. I just, sometimes when I go taken, I just, I just it's gone. I'm it's just gone. too. That's yes, all yes. it is. <laughs> I will find you. And I will kill you. No, we're all going to sing in this unison. This whole episode is going to be copyright. <laughs> we're all going to sing in one unity proclamation together. Good King Wenceslas, ready, sing. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if Liam Neeson stands up on a Sunday morning behind the pulpit and says something, everybody just does, does it. it. Does it. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with him, man. I can tell you that. Listen to me. <laughs> Everyone bow your heads. <laughs> Yes, sir. Close your eyes. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> uh, which brings us to number four in the Our last. submission. <laughs> <laughs> our submission to Captain Liam Neeson. 
mm. uh, our submission to the Holy Spirit from verse 21. Mm. <laughs> Listen to me. Being filled with the Spirit means you're a team player. Uh, <laughs> team player. That's it. Have you seen that cock? Never mind. Never mind. All right. I quit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was the first point, though, from number four. Being filled with the Spirit means you're a team player. Yeah, yeah. In the in the Greek, that's actually a military term. So, and and I even shared this. I know your dad kind of got probably got fired up about this. Um, but um, being a military guy, um, you know, that's one thing about the military is one of the things that why a lot of people who really are kind of their lives are out of control wind up going to the military and it straightens them out mm-hmm. because the ultimate goal in the military is to literally erase your individualism, like. Like you're, it, you're no longer an individual. You're, you're a part of a unit now. You're a part mm-hmm. of a team, and so your own personal weaknesses, yeah. you know, hurt the team. Your personal strengths help the team. Your own personal opinion, like you can't go off on your own. You have to follow orders. You have to do what's in the best interest of the team. Mm-hmm. And so there's that sense of submission there, um, and understanding authority. And of course, this I made this a very short point in the message. But people need to understand, we could spend a year on this. Yeah. Because this is an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, spiritual authority is extremely, extremely um, being ignored mm-hmm. in, in the world today. And, and now, I think it has a lot to do. I think it's the response to spiritual authoritative abuse. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of that. Sure. sure. But at the end of the day... Um, a spirit-filled believer would never put his or her interests over the body of Christ. Right. That's just, that's that's kind of, you know, it's understood that a spirit-filled believer is not thoughtless, but thinks of others, thinks yep. of others more important than themselves. Um, they're not individualistic or self-assertive. Um, they're not self-seeking. They do have a team attitude and then I said, a, feel, a spirit-filled believer is happy when someone else succeeds and does well. Yeah. That's when I told our crowd to probably stay off Facebook. <laughs> I didn't So this is what was funny. I didn't understand you when you said that. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if, like, I don't know what happened. If, if, if I'm just trailed off for a second mentally, but I heard a spirit-filled believer is happy when someone and then does well. But you said succeeds. Uh-huh. Succeeds and does well. I thought you said a spirit-filled believer is happy when someone else's seed does well. <laughs> you got to let that go. But you talked about corruptible and incorruptible I did. seeds. So I you did. see what I'm saying? That's why I, I drew that line. And I, But the whole time, that's what I said. I can show you my notes. I can show you my notes. That's what I said. That's what I wrote down when someone else's seed does well. And, I was, and the, whole, the rest of the message, all I could think of was, I would have worded that different. <laughs> you think? You think? I mean, we're not talking about reproduction here. I know. I just thought that. Well, you're the one that started talking about seeds at the beginning. And so I was just trying to, like, carry it through. And I didn't uh, know. I was like, I like the callback to the original point. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. <clears throat> sorry. Galatians 5, though. Was in there. I got mm. Galatians 5, 22, 23. Let's go. I mean, I don't have the verse, but I just wrote down Galatians 5. Okay. 22. Galatians 5. 22. Do you want, do you want yeah. to read it? 
It's well, it's, it's a famous verse, obviously, on most coffee mugs. Um, verse 22 of Galatians 5 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things there is no law. Yeah. I like that. To me, one of the strongest points was when you said we always want the fruit without planting the tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because uh, when you take Ephesians 5 and you take Galatians 5, mm-hmm. Ephesians 5 seems to be the reaping part of things. Right. And Galatians 5 is the, I'm sorry, the sowing yeah, part. Yeah, you said it backwards. And, yeah. and then Galatians 5 is the reaping part. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so like, you know, because that's what I said. You, you know, you take everything we just learned in Ephesians 5. You show me someone where the Holy Spirit has put a song in their heart, a love for corporate worship with other believers, a mm-hmm. gratitude in their spirit, and a willingness to think of others more important than themselves. If you show me somebody planting those kind of trees in their life, well, you so see what I'm in saying? That, Back to the previous point. What is that then? Ephesians 5 is the what? The seed. Thank you. <laughs> it is the seed. Wow. And someone else's seed does well, you know? <laughs> It's true, though. Okay, let me finish my thought. I'm sorry. We... It fit. It fit. Let me knock the mud off okay, that. Okay, and, uh, uh So you show me someone who is planting those kind of seeds, sowing those kind of seeds, mm-hmm. then what you're going to see as fruit or reaping of that is someone who's manifesting the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, forbearance, right. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Yeah. I, that's what I wrote. I wrote down, if we plant the seeds of Ephesians 5, we will reap the harvest of Galatians 5. That's good, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what you good. said. I, mm-hmm. You said it better. Why didn't you word it that I way, Joey? Because he's a better... He, <laughs> I was a wordsmith. He, man's a wordsmith. He, he speaks in lyrical form. <laughs> I actually said that. He can spit that. the rhymes, baby. I actually said that to myself <laughs> in my head as Liam Neeson. <laughs> If we plant the seeds of Ephesians five, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do that. I'm just kidding. That would be a bit much. <laughs> but then that's where I got you. Kind of ending is with the last statement was a strong one as well. Is the true evidence of the Spirit in your life is not necessarily the manifestations, but in the manner in which our lives are spent. Yes. So it's good. Yep. It's good. It's good. And that's a wrap, folks. Put a mm-hmm. put a bow on the inside series. Mm-hmm. The next mm-hmm. one coming up, you're gonna like it. I'm excited. Is it called outside? No, no. <laughs> no. Oh, that's right, because everything has to start with the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say this. It next next month has a. It won't start with the end. I will I will say this about next month's series. It is very. Fiery, mm-hmm. can we say? And it has a lot of like Hunger Games about it. Mm. Like when you say Hunger Games, are you talking about like the actual movies, or are you talking about your old sermon series Hunger? No, Games? no, no, the actual movies. Okay, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Hunger Games. I know. I just you felt didn't, like it you was didn't like get a, excited when I said that. It was like, like a poor man's version of Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Please stop. It was. I disagree some, with that. No, it was. It was like there's something demented about it. Let's put a bunch of teenagers in a dome and make them Let kill them each kill other. Kill each other. <laughs> that's that's not realistic. No. Now I will say this: this this series has nothing to do with Hunger Games. I said it has a Hunger Games feel about it, like feeling the danger, 
okay. of things. Because all I'm I saying is... I can't remember if you told us <clears throat> what you, what the series title was yet. Did he tell us what the series title was yet? Mm-hmm. Tiffany knows. Tiffany read it in an email, People, but she doesn't remember. <laughs> was I in the email? Was I no, included in the email? No, you were not. Okay, can I guess? <laughs> yeah, guess. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. Wait, you said it's got a hungry... You, hunger you already know what mountain we're climbing, yeah. So, and you know what the... The spiritual topic is what? What? What mountain do oh, we yeah. climb? Carmel, yeah. huh? Carmel, Carmel, mm-hmm. which is spiritual warfare. Spiritual mm-hmm. warfare, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, which makes perfect sense that we would come off of talking about the Holy Spirit's inside work in our life versus spiritual warfare mm-hmm. coming against us. Yeah, entrenched. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the I look like on my it. face when I said it though? I like it. You might change. He might change the title of it. No, <laughs> no. I like the title. I in, like the title. In battle. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> in. Say it in Liam Neeson form. Uh, I need another guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say. I got. Uh, Blake I is say, the opposite I of the title of the series. <laughs> I would say close encounters, but no. encounter starts with an E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that it? No. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me sell you on it. Close encounters. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not sold. No. <laughs> not sold. Okay, I give up. <clears throat> Are you going to share it or no, you're going to wait? Oh, no, you got to come to church. <laughs> okay. Me, me too, I guess. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else we got going on here? In the nearest future, um, Wednesday is see at the poll for see all of our students, and then that night is saw you at the poll. You won't be lonely. You know, I thought you said that wrong, <laughs> but it's really saw you at the poll. It is called saw That's you cool. at the poll because it's after see you at the poll. <laughs> where where are they doing that at? It's at Church of God, right? What the Church of God? Really? I could be wrong. On Wednesday I night, I all I was told by our student ministry to tell all the students and announce that. They had to get their own ride. Like, there's not going to be like a organized transportation thing where the church is carrying our students over. Okay. There. So they all kind of have to get themselves there. So we're not having regular student service. Is that what no. you're saying? Right. Are we sure that's on Wednesday? Saw you at the poll. See, at the poll is always on Wednesday, and it is Wednesday. I'm going to miss everybody. I guarantee you it's I'm Wednesday. It's my pastor, Joey. <laughs> You're forgetting your own air. You're just over there like... I go straight into, uh, what you call it, mode. Uh, You know, Weird Al. Oh, yeah. Parody mode. Yes. I go straight into parody mode. Just warming them up for VBS, that's all. Gangster paradise over there. (laughs) I forget that I'm broadcasting. Oh, yes. Okay. Did you find it? No. So, see you at the poll was Wednesday. Check on the High Point Students Facebook page. Yeah. This week. Are we trying to figure out our announcements on air? Yep. That's this fine. is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> well, we don't. We don't. It, it's teenagers. Like we know our stuff, people. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, that yeah. So saw you at the polls Wednesday night. Okay. Trunk or treat. Then trunk we got trunk or treat coming up, coming up on 29th. ninth. I, I promised some people yesterday that I would get the signups out this week. <laughs> so that's coming. We'll have them out. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. If you're thinking, uh, if you're not sure what we're talking about, every trunk or treat. Um, we don't just do dress up trunks. Like we want you to really go all out on your trunk. And we have a contest and we have judges that go around and pick the winner. And there are trophies and all Secret kinds of judges. good good prizes. And yes, so 
uh, sign your trunk up. And I mean, even if you don't want to dress your trunk up, like sign your trunk up mm -hmm. and just help us give out candy because there's so many people that come and, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for people to see our church and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, um, just would love for your involvement and be mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. So more trunks, the better. Always. Anything else? And candy. Bring candy to the church. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Bring yeah, lots we need of candy. Lots of candy. candy. We'll, have yes. our, we'll have our Chuck Norris candy trash cans mm -hmm. out. And so please drop your candy in Chuck Norris's mouth. Mm -hmm. They said one of them looks more like me than Chuck Norris. So. I know. It has, a, it has have a Blake feel. <laughs> Is there anything else? Is I think any? I think we're right. good. Might be a record on the length of episode. Really? Oh, really? Nice. We're really close. So we'll sign off. I'll just say, um, listen to me. <laughs> if you do not come back and listen to Sunday Gravy, I will find you. <laughs> and I will encourage you to do so. <laughs> Bye. Later. <laughs> <laughs>